Welcome to Brazen, a weekly podcast where we get down and dirty on how we can live a more bold, curious, and vibrant life. We are your hosts, Callie Hughes, a self-care coach and nurse practitioner, and Valerie King-Maller, a business growth and mindset coach. In this podcast, we are helping women stop people-pleasing and perfectionism, awaken their inner badass, and discover what can happen when we take the lead in our own life. Join us as we explore everything available to us when we brazenly take accountability for our life and well-being. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Brazen Podcast. We are talking today about things that we are saying no to this year. So at the time of this recording, it is 2023 and Valerie and I have both like been in business with Brazen for a little over a year and we've done a lot of trial and error and a lot of growth and made a lot of mistakes and learned from all those mistakes. And (laughs) so we wanted to kind of come on here and share three things each of the things that we have decided that we are not going to continue doing this year, just based on how things have gone for us in the past. So Valerie, you want to kick us off? What's your first thing that you're saying no to? I am saying no to shiny object syndrome, which is a really hard thing to say no to. And I'm not (laughs) fully there yet, but I think I have a tendency to love the creativity and the brainstorming and everything that goes into running a business. But I have found that when I'm in that space where I'm just jumping on every little thing that's exciting, I am not focused and I'm just too easily distracted and we just kind of don't make movement as a business. And I think a big piece of that is just writing down my ideas and having them available for when we're in a place where we can actually tackle the workload that goes with that new idea. But also, would love to recommend to everybody to read the book Essentialism because that also really helps both Kelly and I love that book. And it really does help kind of put it into perspective that when you're doing 80 million things, you're not doing any of them well. And so we are really trying to focus on kind of a couple of things and do them really well. And I think a good example of this is we're saying no to doing all the social media. We are not prioritizing Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, podcasting equally anymore. And before we were like, oh, we have to do it all. And so we're just getting a lot more clean and clear about what our priorities are. So that is my number one thing I'm saying no to this year. I love that. Because yeah, I have shiny object syndrome too. And I struggle with that as well. So like, we've really been a hot mess over the last year. Cause we're like, every single time we meet, we're like, Ooh, let's try this. And then the other person's like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And then it's like, it just turns into like a half-baked idea and like poorly executed mm-hmm. and move on to the next thing. So exactly yes, streamlining in 2023 for me, people pleasing. So 
if you've been with us for a second, then you will probably have heard me talk about how I struggle big time with people pleasing. And that's something that I'm working on. And so the way that I'm saying no to people pleasing in 2023 is I'm getting really clear on what my own personal boundaries are. And I'm having a lot of practice with enforcing them and maintaining them. So an example of this would be, I am not, you know, going to be taking on a lot of sort of like extracurricular projects, like outside of Brazen and like my family duties and all of that, because I tend to have like a lot of really random, weird hyperfixations that just like a kind of like shiny object syndrome, but with my life. So like I go off on little rabbit chases on different random weird topics and like other things that people like ask me to do and I feel obligated to do it. And So I am basically just getting really clear on what my priorities are, setting boundaries in place. And if something is really not aligned with like my values and my priorities, then I am practicing saying no to a lot of things. So that's my first one. Love it. My second one is to say no to working with the wrong clients. And I think that when you are a coach or kind of any service business, it can be really hard to say no to kind of anyone because you are in this business because you like to serve people. And I truly believe that everyone could benefit from a coach. And so anytime someone sort of recommends someone to me or refers someone to me, even if they're not my sort of demographic, I'm like, oh yeah, of course I would love to coach them. And I realized that it's not only not great for me and my business, but it's also not great for the person being coached. And I feel like I'm trying to get better saying I might not be the person for you, either work style wise or topic wise or anything like that. But I know these coaches that could help you. And it feels really good to be able to do that. It's a little bit hard because as a business owner, you're kind of like, what opportunities are out there and wanting to say yes to anything that kind of helps grow your business or bring in money or, you know, helps the person. But by saying no, I'm able to focus and give all of my resources to the people that I do most want to serve. And so just being better about saying no to the wrong clients. Yeah. And I think that really also highlights the benefits of networking because, Mm -hmm. you know, when that person who somebody referred to you, but you're like, I don't, this doesn't feel like it's totally aligned when you are honest with them and upfront about that. And then you give them like a couple of names of other people. I think that is not super common. Like people either take on clients or you know, work, however you want to like reframe it for your own situation. People take stuff on that they shouldn't because it's like, you know, out of scarcity or like, I feel like I need to, because my business needs cash flow and like that kind of stuff. But when you're like coming from an authentic place and you're like, I really don't think that I'm the best person to serve you. 
here are these other people who I think might be a better fit. Like they're going to remember you. Mm -hmm. And the next time that they come up against, or they come up to somebody who's looking for help, like they very well, even though they're not a client of yours, they could refer somebody back to you because they're like, I know her and she is like just a really authentic and honest person. And I think she's going to be able to really help you. And then, you know, it's growing your business anyway, because you said no to somebody like how awesome would that be? Right. Totally. And that's actually happened to me before. So like, that's a really good example. And they do remember that you sort of understood that you weren't the right person for them, but they will remember you for doing that. So Mm. that's awesome. My second one is doing what I should do. Like, and this isn't to get it mixed up with the people pleasing thing. This kind of refers to the things that like gurus are telling you to do, like specifically in the business piece of things. Like there are people who are like, oh yeah, Instagram is where it's at right now. TikTok is where it's at. Like you need to be on TikTok. And one of the things that I am really going to focus on in this coming year is saying no to doing things that people are always saying, like, you should be doing this and really only focusing on the things that I feel are aligned and, you know, going to give me the most bang for my buck, basically. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's my number two. Number three for me is a reluctant thing, but I am saying no (laughs) to late nights. I am definitely a night owl and, but I also really like to be up early. So it's kind of a bad thing, but there is something that we figured out the term for right before we started recording and it's revenge bedtime procrastination. And it's where you basically rebel against your busy schedule by staying up too late and kind of sacrificing sleep. And I am so guilty of that. I will stay up all night if I'm reading a really good book or if I'm working on business stuff or anything. Honestly, I'm just like, ooh, I'm going to just like binge some Netflix for three hours and go to bed at two in the morning. Um, <laughs> and it just isn't serving me or anyone. And honestly, I found that the more sleep I get, the less anxious and less anxiety I have. And you just feel so much better when you get enough sleep. And I think I'm more creative. I'm able to function better throughout the day and I eat healthier. So I am trying really hard to say no to late bedtimes and trying to make sure that I'm maintaining a healthy sleep schedule. Yeah. And kind of similar to that. My number three is I'm saying no to overworking. So it's similar because I tend to do a lot of my working at night, like after my kids go to bed. And so sort of in the same vein as the revenge bedtime procrastination, usually it's like I am working until 11, 1130. And like, if you know me, that is way too late for me to be staying up. Like I am happiest when I'm able to go to bed at like, you know, a prompt eight thirty nine o'clock. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> when I stay up really late to get work done, it obviously is like negatively impacting my next day because I'm tired and then I'm more irritable and I can't focus as well and all that. 
So by saying no to overworking, I am trying to set up some better systems where like maybe I'm getting up a little earlier to do some work or I'm coming up with my priorities the day before for the next work day. And I'm focusing on just those like two or three things because I also fall into the mindset of like, I need to be working in order to be productive. And like, if I'm not always working on the business, then like, I'm not pulling my weight or like, I'm not being as dedicated to it as I should be. There's another should, right? So (laughs) I'm trying to work on embracing the concept of like doing less, but better, which is again, another concept out of the essentialism book, which we are going to link in the show notes. If you're interested in that, we both got it on audible and it was a really quick listen and really good changing. Totally. (laughs) So yeah, basically focusing on doing less work, but better. So So that is our list of six things that we are saying no to in 2023. So we would love to hear from you. Like, what are your things that you're saying no to this year? Send us an email or send us a DM and let us know because we love to hear from our listeners and we want to encourage you and cheer you on in your pursuit for you know, whatever better, more elevated life is waiting for you on the other side of those no's. So check out the show notes and you can get links to all the different things that we have mentioned in this episode. And you can also support the show by going to our Patreon and you'll be able to just give us like a donation of $5 a month and you'll have access to a whole directory of resources that are going to help you in your personal life and in your business. And you'll also get some extra little perks from us for being one of our sponsors. So we will talk to you later. See you next week. Keep being brazen. Bye. You just finished another episode of the Brazen Podcast with Callie Hughes and Valerie King-Maller. We hope that this episode inspired you to take one more small step toward your ideal life. We are so grateful that you're here and we are cheering for you all the way. To get more info on how to take the next steps or how to work with us, go to brazenwomen.com. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. You can also support us and help spread the word by becoming a monthly supporter for just $3 a month. Again, thank you for listening. We'll chat soon. And in the meantime, keep being brazen.